And so what we find in our experience is a lot of times people set goals that they think are achievable, but they could have achieved so much more. They just don't realize what they're capable of doing. And I got to give you a personal example. So back in 2023, when I was setting my goals, I was really like saying, hey, I want to fit back in my jeans. I want to have my old body back that I had before my third kid. Um, and when I set that goal, I thought it was a great one. And then I got to the end of 2023 and I was like, oh my gosh, I'm so much stronger. I have a better body than I used to because I've gotten into strength training and my muscles are bigger and I feel like really different than even I did back in the day with my quote unquote old body. And so I set a low goal. I actually held myself back with my limiting beliefs now. Are you looking for opportunities to invest in passive real estate syndications? Join our exclusive community at FastFire Capital, where we're dedicated to bringing doctors and other high-income earners priority access to the best opportunities to invest in large multifamily and other types of commercial properties. Not only that, by being part of the community, you'll get exclusive access to webinars and Q&As, where you'll be able to raise your passive investing IQ. To join our community, go to semiretiredmd.com forward slash syndication. Again, that address is semiretiredmd.com forward slash syndication. This week's podcast is sponsored by our course, Zero to Freedom Through Cashflowing Rentals. Zero to Freedom Through Cashflowing Rentals is a 10-week online course focused on helping physicians and high-income earners go from knowing little to nothing about real estate investing to confidently buying the cashflowing rentals will allow them to achieve financial freedom and work in medicine or their day jobs on their own terms. Our course is only open to registration twice a year, so be sure to get on the waitlist at semiretiredmd.com and check out the course details on our course landing page. Hey, Doctors Building Well. Did you hear that Kenji and I wrote a book called Life on Your Terms, which is a fable of two doctor couples, one who goes the traditional route, investing in their 401ks and working harder, and one that decides to invest in real estate and what happens to those two couples over five years. Our book is now out and available for purchase. Be sure to go to semiretiredmd.com forward slash book to pick up a copy today. And write us a review because it's going to be so helpful to us to be able to get this book out into the larger community and be able to affect more change and impact more lives. And in case you didn't know, all the profits of our book go to our Doctors Legacy Building Foundation, which is all about helping underserved communities be able to get financial literacy. Thank you for all of your support. Welcome to the Doctors Building Wealth Podcast, the place where we talk about the strategies, habits, and mindset that separate wealthy docs from those who are not. We're your hosts, Leiti and Kenji. Welcome to another episode of the Doctors Building Wealth Podcast. Today, Kenji and I are going to be talking about six reasons why your process for goal setting sucks. And as we go into the new year, Kenji and I have already set our goals for the year, and we do this process every single year. And we wanted to spend some time talking about why you might want to consider setting different goals next time you go to do, set your goals. Yeah. And the problem is, is that a lot of people don't set goals at all. And even if they do, they don't really have a clear process for how to set them. Now, we're going to go into greater depth on this during our goal setting challenge that we have coming up later this week. But in this episode, what we're going to focus on are the reasons why your process for goal setting sucks. Okay, well, the first one is because oftentimes you don't tie your goals to emotion. 
Um, emotion really pulls us forward. It drives us. It gives us that strong reason to go, keep going when things get challenging. So we like to tie our goals to emotions, to strong feelings, often positive, not generally negative, um, of things that we want in our lives. And that pulls us throughout the year to be able to achieve those goals. Well, you can use negative emotions, but uh, what, what I found personally is that if you tie it to positive emotions, things like gratitude or happiness or joy, then that is actually much more powerful than using something like anger or hate. Yeah. And likewise, if you're tying it to those emotions, oftentimes it's tied to giving to somebody else, you know, to providing something for your family or your parents or somebody you love. And if you tie your goals to that, then it's going to be more likely to be tied to those positive emotions because often we will do more for others than we will do for ourselves. So you might find that that really brings in that emotion when you think about how reaching your goal is going to help somebody else. So the second reason is your goals aren't specific enough. And let me give you an example. Let's say that you want to make more money and you don't provide any more specifics about it. Well, if you make $10 more, then you've achieved your goal, right? So ultimately, what you want to do is you want to set a very specific goal and also apply a specific timeline, right? So I'm going to make a million dollars in the next year. Yeah. And so we, as some of you know, have a mastermind and oftentimes we have people in there creating 90 day priorities and yearly goals. And they're, they're figuring out how they're going to reach your goals. But one of the most common, if the most common uh, comment that I put in there is make it more specific and measurable, because how are you going to know that you actually achieve that goal? If it's so vague, if it really doesn't have, like Kenji mentioned, if it doesn't have a specific number tied to it or a specific timeline tied to it, you really don't know if you got there. And part of reaching goals is to be able to feel that sense of accomplishment. And if you don't actually reach it, you still feel that sense from making progress. And so you want to set out the ideal of where you want to be in specific and measurable terms. And then also, I will say also pay attention to where you start, because you're going to want to reflect back on that later on and see how far you've come. The next one is your goals aren't 10x. And what this means is your goals aren't big enough. And most people set their goals based on what they believe they can achieve. And the problem with that is they're setting those goals based on their current beliefs of what they think they can do, right? And the reality is, is that your capabilities are constantly growing. You're not the same person 12, 12 months from now than you are today. So if you have greater capabilities, naturally, you're going to accomplish way more. So it's really important for you to set really, really big goals. Yeah, and I will say that we often use the acronym SMART when we talk about making setting goals. So S stands for specific, M stands for measurable, A stands for achievable, R stands for relevant, and T stands for timely. But we really have taken to crossing out that A, that achievable, because like Kenji mentioned, what you're capable of today is very different than down the road, but also you have these limiting beliefs and these limiting beliefs are what you think is reasonable or achievable. And those are simply limiting beliefs that hold you back. And so what we find in our experience is a lot of times people set goals that they think are achievable, but they could have achieved so much more. They just don't realize what they're capable of doing. And I got to give you a personal example 
So back in 2023, when I was setting my goals, I was really like saying, hey, I want to fit back in my jeans. I want to have my old body back that I had before my third kid. Um, and when I set that goal, I thought it was a great one. And then I got to the end of 2023 and I was like, oh my gosh, I'm so much stronger. I have a better body than I used to because I've gotten into strength training and my muscles are bigger. And I feel like really different than even I did back in the day with my quote unquote old body. And so I set a low goal. I actually held myself back with my limiting beliefs. Now, of course I exceeded that, but I didn't even realize that having a better strength and, and muscle content was even possible. So I didn't put it into my goal. So all to say, you know, what you think is possible for you, it's probably much lower than what's actually possible. And so set goals that really push you and are outside of your comfort box and that make you a little bit uncomfortable because you don't know how you're going to do it. And you're going to be able to get so much more than you would if you set those little goals that you knew you could do. Yeah. And I wanted to mention one thing, and we're spending a lot of time on this one because this is a really important one. So not only are there capabilities that are going to help you achieve your goals, but the other thing is, is some, there may be somebody else who, who might help you achieve those goals. And that person may be way more experienced than you, may have way more context than you, may, may, may have way more money than you, and they may actually help you achieve the goal that you never thought was possible. And it's true, maybe it wasn't possible alone, right? At least not now, but there is a who who actually helped you achieve that goal. And that's the that's the, again the reason why this is so important. Not only you have to you, you probably misjudge your own capabilities, but you're also not thinking about the who who's going to help you achieve those 10x goals. When you daydream about your future, I'll bet it doesn't include you still working into your 60s and 70s. But unless you're actively taking steps to break the cycle of trading time for money, that's the future most of us face. Ignite Your Journey will lay out a roadmap to show you how to finally break that cycle and achieve true financial freedom. And it will show you how to do it in just three to five years, rather than the 20 or so it takes for traditional investments or saving in your retirement accounts. For more information, go to semiretiredmd.com forward slash IYJ. This episode is brought to you by Dan Peck of Movement Mortgage. If you're an experienced investor, you'll know just how important it is to have a lender who knows how to work with investors. We've been working with Dan and his team for over eight years now, and he's our go-to whenever we need a residential loan for our investment properties. Now, if you're new to investing, you might not know this, but your lender can sometimes be the difference between getting a great deal or completely missing out on it because your lender couldn't close the deal. Now, I did want to point out that Dan can help you not only with your investment properties, but also if you're looking to buy a primary residence or vacation home. So the next time you're looking for a residential lender, be sure to email Dan at srmd at movement.com to get a free consultation. And also let him know that you're part of the Semi-Retired MD community to get an exclusive discount on your next loan. Now back to the episode. So number four reason why your process for goal setting sucks is you don't write it down. So when you write things down, you're 42% more likely to be able to achieve that goal research shows this. And so people oftentimes will come up with a goal in their head. They'll, they'll say it out loud maybe, and they'll forget about it. But if you go and you write it down, it actually puts it stronger into your mind, into your memory. And it, what we actually do is we write it down and then we put it up where we look at it every single day. And so that's a kind of reinforcing that's always keeping our goal fresh in our minds. And we actually take our yearly goals and we break them into priorities. And then we make progress on them every single week. All of this, we're going to talk about during our goal setting workshop. 
but that makes sure that the goal is always in the forefront of our minds. And that's what writing it down does too. Yeah. And something that I do on top of that is so, yeah, of course I write it down, I put it up on the wall. So I look at it regularly. But the other thing as I do is that once a week, I actually rewrite my goals. I write them mm -hmm. out all over mm -hmm. again. And, you know, I make some tweaks here and there. And that's the other thing is that, you know, these goals aren't permanent. You can change them. You can adjust them. Uh, so what I, what the process of writing it down weekly, while it does take time and sometimes, you know, somebody might say, well, that's so cumbersome, but that process is so important for me. Uh, just writing it down. Uh, it, 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 for me, I think it really does help me uh, make it much more likely that I'm going to achieve a goal. Okay, the next common thing that we see is people aren't scheduling time to get their goals done. And this is probably the most common one. I know I've fallen into this a lot. You know, I'll put in some time for, you know, making progress on what are my priorities, what are my goals, and then I'll skip that time. Or uh, something else will come up and I'll, I'll just push it to another time and I don't necessarily get to it. So one of the keys is if these are really that important to you, you absolutely need to make time in your calendar every single week to be able to, to do tasks to move them forward. And so taking your goal, breaking it down into pieces, breaking it down into to milestones and then literally putting it in your calendar, putting time in your calendar to make sure you're making progress every single week. So you don't get to the point that, you know, it's November and you look back and you say, oh my gosh, I haven't done anything towards my goals. I've just been working blindly responding to what other people wanted me to do. And I wasn't actually doing what's important to me. You just don't want to be in that situation. So you really got to put it in your calendar. Yeah. I'll give you an example. Uh, we have Valentine's day coming up and I have something planned but i need to schedule the time to book the place and uh and also i do need to talk to you about it uh so i, I do need to schedule that time even to talk to lat right just because sometimes we're just like running past each other and i need to set aside that time to say okay this is the time i need to sit down and talk to lat this is the time i need to actually book the place so that we have something and, and this is something that you have to absolutely schedule now because you know th those those rooms are going to be booked right it's valentine's day well, and likewise, we have a will and trust on our to-do list for like six months and we haven't put it into the calendar. Keith Cunningham, one of our mentors always says, if it's in the calendar, it's actually going to get done. Otherwise, it's just wishful thinking. And you don't want to engage in wishful thinking. You actually want to achieve your goals. And so you need to put time aside to do that. So the next one is setting your goals in a low energy state, you know, not kind of coming with a lot of energy, coming with excitement, but just being kind of neutral or maybe even negative. Maybe you're like, why should I even do this process? I, I never really do my January 1st, you know, New Year's resolutions anyway, like this is a waste of time. You're definitely not going to achieve your goals if you come to that state. So if you can come with excitement, if you can set an atmosphere that you have some time set aside, that you have, you know, great music on, that you have a lot of energy and you approach it that way, you're going to have the energy to really think outside the box, to think about what you really want and to set bigger goals because you're in a great energy state. And so that's how we, that's how we do it. Um, and oftentimes we involve each other because it's a really fun process for us. We love planning. We love and we call it plotting together. It's it's really, really fun. And so being together through that goal setting process or being with somebody who really inspires you, maybe sets giant goals and will push you to think outside the box. It's going to be really great uh, to bring higher energy to the experience. Yeah. And so 
when we do our goal setting annually, uh, we do it in a group setting, uh, part of it. And uh, it's funny because when you see other people, you, you know, we get to watch a whole bunch of other people setting their goals and you see so many of them either frowning or like uh, just like putting their you know hands through their hair. They're, they're clearly anxious about it or, uh, or they're concerned like they're going to fail. And, uh, and so, again, you just want to make sure you're, you're attentive, you're watching how, what kind of state you're in when you're setting these goals. You know, I think another great way that we do it is that we, we, we talk about goals during walks, right? Mm -hmm. And so we're active, we're in a high energy state, um, you know, going on a hike. So it's just a beautiful setting. So that's a, I think it's a great way for us to set these goals. And, uh, and I think we end up setting better goals as a result. Yeah. If you involve exercise, it's definitely going to help. For sure. Now we've covered the six reasons why your process for goal setting sucks. We wanted to invite you to a goal setting challenge that we've set up later this week, where we're going to show you not only how to set goals, but also how to actually achieve them. And we're going to walk through our process for setting goals. Now, if you're catching this episode after the challenge, don't worry. You can actually watch the challenge by going to semiretiredmd.com forward slash challenge 2024 to get the recording. So thank you for joining us today. We had such a good time talking through goals and it's such an important part of what we do every year in helping us really achieve more and reach more of our potential. We hope that you really take this seriously and do it for yourself this year. If you enjoyed this content, make sure to subscribe to our podcast, Doctors Building Wealth, and we'll see you next time. The Doctors Building Wealth podcast provides information only and does not provide any financial, legal, tax, medical, or psychological services or advice. You are responsible for your own financial, physical, mental, and emotional well-being, decisions, choices, actions, and results. You should contact a professional if you have any specific questions about your unique situation.